Hello my loves, welcome back to the Find Your Feminine podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here today. It is Feminine Friday, so that means that I am releasing a beautiful little bite-sized tip or trick that is all around either the feminine or the body and sensation, orgasm, uh, that you can take into your daily life and start implementing it to find your own feminine. So Today is a little bit of a story. I love to tell stories and this story actually happened yesterday. So it's very fresh in my mind and it's a really beautiful story of how I unlocked deeper intimacy, not only with myself, but with my partner yesterday. And as I speak about this, I want you to know as well, like when we open our hearts to someone, there's even more that we could, I don't think it ever ends. Like we keep growing and we keep evolving. And I think this work just gets more richer and richer and richer when we're staying in these relationships. And it doesn't matter whether this is a fresh relationship that you're in, or you just have this lover that you uh, make love to, but you're not romantically together. It doesn't really matter. This applies to everyone, what I'm going to be talking about today. But if you desire to feel like I'm not talking about like a little bit of a clitoral pleasure, but like full body releases, intimacy, vulnerability, and honesty is a huge part of this. So I want to say, I feel like there may be this belief or expectation that because I follow Tantra and I talk about pleasure a lot, that I'm out there having wild sex every night, feeling all sorts of bliss and pleasure. And like, don't get me wrong, I am. I have a lot of fun, me and my partner do. We invite others also into the bed with us. We have a lot of fun intimately, but there has been a long journey from me going from someone that could not orgasm at all, felt numb in every aspect of her life to being able to just climax from like breath alone. So I want you to know that there has been a journey, but I wouldn't say that I'm having like wild sex every night. Um, I don't know. That is just not, not a desire for me. I love Honestly, it just depends what season I'm in. And I'll share with our uh, throughout this episode that this season that we've been in together as a partnership in the past couple of months has been a very big winter, like somber, bit of darkness, a bit of, uh, what do I call it? Like s- surrendering, but also spending a lot of time apart. And this is what I want to get into. So from about like November, October, November last year up until this month, I feel like I have been moving through like a really deep, dark pain within. And I really feel like this, this was the reason that I moved to Canada, because if you know, or where I'm from, from Brisbane in Australia, it's kind of hot all year round. I wouldn't say that we have a winter. We definitely don't have seasons. And it's like this generator go, go, go energy all year round, which is fun. I love it. I love the sun. I'm like totally, totally vitamin D um, insufficient right now. So I'm craving the sun. But I do see and I do witness the beauty that comes with living in a place with seasons. 
and I've never experienced like a proper hibernation of winter before and it was really interesting around the time of Halloween I just wanted to stay inside I'm like can everyone just like fuck off I just want to be in my own energy I I just want to be just on the couch just reading and spending a little time with myself and I, I felt like my body deeply craved this hibernation that I've never had in my life and yeah, it was really beautiful when I allowed myself to have that. And obviously my mother-in-law was here for about a month um, over Christmas. So it was sort of like extroverted during that time. And I did take a lot of time for myself. But yeah, in between that, it's been like a lot of spending time with myself. And I know like this has fueled my work in such a beautiful way. By me going into the darkness, it's actually created so much creativity and love for what I do. It's these little moments of solitude. That's the word I was looking for before. Solitude. It's these little moments by myself that give me so much clarity and so much depth. And it's these darkness er, darknesses that I go through and I cycle through willingly, not resisting it, not running away from it that I journey through that allows me to teach on this. And I know that I go through this transformation because it's not my qualifications that make me an incredible practitioner and what I do. It's my lived experience. So yeah, I've been in this like slumber, this like solitude, this, uh, this era of solitude in my life right now. And I know it's very closely linked to how I serve this world and yeah I'm totally okay with that but honestly it hasn't been easy uh between obviously like serving my clients that never affects like what I'm going through I love my clients so deeply and I'm able to hold space but I've been having space held for me on the back end and I think it's really important to bring to the surface that we're all humans like even though I have this gift and I have this ability to be able to hold really incredible transformational um transformation in other people I am human myself and it has been really freeing to share that because it's been a long time of thinking that I had to be perfect and I had to be nothing wrong with me and had to just be having so much pleasure to be able to hold space but I want you to know that in the past couple of months, it's felt like I was like swimming in the open sea in the middle of the night, pitch black, barely keeping my head above water, not knowing where or when there was any land, feeling like there might be a shark going to get me, but just having this deep trust that what was going on was for a higher purpose. And obviously that's probably a really dark and graphic um, visual, but yeah, it just felt like I was swimming and I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know where the water was taking me, but I I had this trust. And this is what it feels like. Sometimes we're going through a tunnel of deep contraction and we're like, I don't know what I'm going to go out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's next. But it's like what is needed in those moments is like a big, deep breath and just being like, I'm safe. And I know everything is happening for me not to me, but for me. And as I was going through this deep transformation and still am, and I'm about to enter my Saturn return as well. So to be honest, I don't think it fucking is going to ever end (laughs) for me, but I'm totally here for it. I love it all. So much transformation and transmissions come through 
these moments of my life and I love making stories about them so I'm totally welcome welcoming of it it's it's we're, we're living a human experience there's no way that we can strive from the fact that we're going to be experiencing hardships from now on and again it's totally fine But when I was going through this deep transformation and like wanting to go into solitude, I kept telling myself that I like, I needed space. I needed time away from my partner. I needed time away from friends, from my normal requirements. I just needed to like, just to be in my body and to be at home and to crumble. And there was like this crumbling, there was a a deeper part of me asking me to crumble, which essentially just means that there was parts of me wanting to die and to be reborn. And I thought that if I pushed everyone away, that I could be able to process things. But what really was happening was my my mind wanted to push everyone away because being with these people, my friends and my partner, they were huge mirrors for myself. And they were able to mirror the parts of myself that I wasn't willing to meet myself. So sometimes when we try to go into solitude and deal with our emotions, it's obviously required and I think it's really beautiful like I'm my my own best friend I fucking love spending time with myself I adore it like I love myself but when we're pushing everyone away it can be because we want we're wanting to stay in our comfort zone because we are our best selves by ourselves because no one is there to act as a mirror to reflect these deeper parts of yourself back to you and yeah when I really noticed that I sort of like was thinking about the last couple of months I've been really heavily resisting sex and we've had sex physically I would say like penis and vagina like tick off yep cool we've had sex but I wasn't consciously there I wasn't emotionally there my body was checked out and I think in fact I know I think I was just having sex because I thought I had to tick off a box And this is nothing to do with my partner. I love him. I think he's the most beautiful, heartwarming man. He is amazing. It was because I wasn't willing to meet these deeper parts of myself. And for me, I have created this uh, dynamic where sex is really healing for me. Um, Being someone that has gone through sexual abuse uh, and being able to reframe your mind that sex is the very thing that heals you has been mind-blowing um and showing my partner how he could be also a conscious lover and him being fully there for me and supporting me some of my most healing moments of my journey has been through lovemaking and this is why I was resisting sex it's because my body was like once we go there once we feel his heart holding you once you feel safe in our surrender I I don't know if you're going to come back And this is this whole thing that I've been journeying through and I haven't told too many people about it because I don't really like labels per se, Uh, but I'm currently working with some practitioners and it turns out that I actually have, um, what do you call it, like post-traumatic, what do they call it, post-psychedelic trauma, yeah, post-psychedelic trauma. So, I mean, I've spoken about my ayahuasca ceremony a lot and... um, yeah, what has happened is because I felt so much bliss, so much love, so much limitlessness. I completely like I had an ego death, which you guys know, and I and I went to this other space. But it took me everything to come back to earth. And 
I have this immense fear that if I was to go there again, that I won't come back to my body, which means a death, essentially. And I have been able to reach those points during breath work before without any psychedelics, and I've been able to reach those points breath work with sex. And that was the deep reason why I have been resisting this conscious sex, because I was like, if I go to those states again, I don't know if I can come back. And it was really scary. And it was bringing up a lot of triggers and a lot of traumas that I hadn't healed with and I hadn't integrated with. And I don't think I fully closed my ceremony properly because I only did two instead of the three. Because the third one, I don't know if I told you guys, but I literally felt psychotic. I was like, I understand why people feel like they lose their minds. Like I I get the term losing your mind. Like I get it. And I was like, are people actually psychotic or do they just know the truth and they haven't been able to integrate the humanness with this experience? And I mean, like I could go bonkers with this. There's so many areas that I love to talk about this, but this is why my body was keeping me safe. It said, push everyone away, including your partner, because that is the path, sex is that pathway back to that limitless place and that's scary and that's my ego right my ego had a death and it's like I don't want to fucking die again why are you making me die all the time why are you making us have sex when we're going through all these mini deaths and I think the French call orgasm or something like the, the mini death it's like that is what we experience when we have a full body surrender and yeah it's been a really big journey of like coming back into my body And guys, I want you to know that like what I do isn't because I'm like out here wanting attention and being like pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. It's because this is my whole life's fucking journey. This is my whole life coming from a family that was full of sexual abuse, coming from a father that caused so much of sexual abuse in my life. And this has been since day dot, day dot that this has been happening. Um, and I do this because I want to show women that there is a pathway to freedom, to limitlessness, to learning more, to healing their bodies. And that is through pleasure. But first we have to go through pain. So what was happening is my body deep down, like did more my ego didn't want to go there. So logically it was like, let's just not have sex. Let's just not have sex. So I was resisting him and deep down, like my body really missed him. My heart missed him. My body craved him consciously. And we hadn't like, as I said, we hadn't had like intentional conscious sex in a while. Um, because I knew that if I was to make love in this way, I would crumble. And last night we had a bath and he ran a bath for us. And we were just having this conversation around what what each of us craved in our relationship together and it's really important to know that like we always are growing and evolving and it's it's really nice to have these conversations with your partner because you just wouldn't let them know where you're at essentially because you have to give them the opportunity to grow with you um if you're just keeping it all to yourself and and not doing it consciously then yeah you're going to keep the behind but it's just nice to open up and just share so yeah, I asked him what he was craving in this relationship and he told me that he was really missing me. He was missing my heart. He was missing my body. He told me how much it meant to him to make love to me and how how beautiful I was and how he missed our connection and how fulfilling it was for him to feel that from me. 
and through I want to cry through his reflection and he he even started to share how he got a bit teary and I'm like oh my god my as soon as a man cries well as soon as Matt cries my whole heart and my whole body just like opens up I'm just like holy shit take me um but he was sharing how like how important I am in his life and if I was to pass away like it would destroy him like he would be so upset so he wanted to use this I'm like crying now (laughs) he wanted to make sure that this time together on earth was beautiful and as he was sharing that oh my god my whole heart just like opened up and I was like yeah you're right like I shouldn't be running away from this pain because I'm, I'm just scared to feel it and I'm ready to feel it and I'm ready to go through it and I'm ready to access this like deeper layer of pain that I'm running away from and yeah we usually like he he would like anticipate or like try and um start sex and I would just be like ah maybe tomorrow not in the mood and that was my body protecting me and he had been rejected the past couple of months so many times that he just stopped trying um and yeah, once I shared with him what I've just opened up to you guys now about like the post-psychedelic trauma, he got it and he understood it and he was willing to hold me in that as well. And after the bath, we went into the bedroom and like my body was like on fire, like there was so much pleasure in my body. And then as we were making love, uh, I told him or asked him to like stop uh, deep within me and uh, as his, yeah, penis was in me, I just completely crumbled, and I started crying and wailing, and it was, like, all of this pain that I had been running away from for so long, completely released, and I, like, through that, through that moment, there was just, like, a complete heart opening, and it's, like, when you keep coming back to this, like, allowing your body to crumble, and knowing that you are safe, even if you don't have a partner, that can hold you. This is why I say reach out to practitioners because this is the space holders in your life are the ones holding you in your crumbling. And as you get deeper with yourself, because this was nothing to do with him. He could hold me. I knew he could hold me. It was the fact that I didn't think that I could crumble and allow myself to come back. That's what I was scared of. And yeah, I went through this really, really, really deep heart opening last night. And with every tear that I shed, it was like my womb became more alive and my yoni was relaxed and more open and my heart was beating with his in that same moment as we were connected. And I'm like, this is why I do this work. This is why I'm here. This is, it was redefining what pleasure was to me. And I guess today's Feminine Friday tip as to like just to combine it all it's like the more intimate you're willing to get with yourself is the more intimate you're willing to get with your partner if you're willing to share your true thoughts fears feelings vulnerabilities the things that really scare you that is when your heart will open and for a yoni to be open it is connected to the heart through the vagus nerve and our positive pole is our heart So you have to warm up your heart first. You have to open your heart first before the yoni ever does. And if your yoni doesn't feel safe with opening your heart, it's not going to open your body. And you might be having sex physically. Sure, it might be two-dimensional sex. Like just 
the penis and the vagina there we go bob's your uncle but if you want this conscious embodied enlightened sex first you have to open your heart so if you are holding your tongue if you are not willing to share your deepest vulnerabilities even I remember like even a a couple of years ago I shared with Matt how I was like I have this deep like fear that I don't think I'll be satisfied having sex with you for the rest of my life like I feel like I want different sexual partners and I felt so much shame for that and he met me there and he was like amazing how can we provide this for you like it so many times we create these silly stories within our minds of like oh they're gonna say this and they're gonna leave me and they're not gonna meet me here but like just be willing to share that because if you're holding any information within your body he can feel that or they can feel that whoever you're sleep like whoever you're connected whoever your partner is like they can feel that energy from you if you and even this even has to do with your business like if you have a business and a part of that is like you're the brand and you're holding any information back or you're holding your vulnerabilities back we can feel it this is fucking new earth this is like consciousness as a whole you don't even need to say anything for us to feel that you're resisting information and yeah through this I would say that my partner and I have had so many deaths and rebirths of what our sex life is. Like obviously when we met here in the, I only saw him for like five days and then he would go away for a couple of weeks and then I'd see him again for another five days. And we were like a rabbit on heat. We would just have sex every night, like as you do in the honeymoon phase, right? But I think the honeymoon phase can stay forever forever and then there was a death of that phase and then there was a rebirth of a new phase and then I learned tantra and then it was a death of how I used to do sex and then it came into like this holistic sex where sex was healing and now sex is morphing into more of like pleasure and then that will go into more ecstatic and bliss and it, it keeps going deeper but there was a deep death that we had just gone through and that was a couple of months of not really feeling connected at all and when you're able to be honest because I think and I feel that sometimes that space is needed sometimes we need to allow ourselves to just energetically cleanse and feel with our own bodies before opening up again and instead of just not talking about it and not sharing with your partner and just sort of having all these spiraling thoughts of like oh I'm just I just don't want to have sex and them internalizing it as all these different things because he might or they might have different needs than you do or see it in different ways communication is going to be your saving grace if you're open being open and honest with where you're at and how you can open your body everything will change so my love if you're being open and honest and vulnerable and communicating your desires and your needs to the fullest capacity that you can that is all that's required and if they can't meet you there and hold you in your truth I don't think that that person is capable or willing to be there for you because there is this need that you need and they might not just be at the the place and time where they can hold you and support you I do believe that that person also has to feel safe physically within their body and and able to hold someone in their full surrendering if if my partner was going through a lot of I think I shared an episode earlier this year that he had like lost his purpose and was in a job that he didn't really like and during that sex wasn't that great because he didn't feel himself he didn't 
he didn't trust, like, not that he didn't trust, but he didn't feel his, like, masculinity and his, in his container the way that he usually holds me because he was too worried about his purpose. He was like, I want to provide for this person and I'm not getting the f- fulfillment from my purpose right now. So that was his priority at that time, not holding me during sex. And we knew that, like, it was just like, he needed to get a new job and now his job, he misses it when he's not there like he's obsessed with his work and it's so cute but yeah if your partner can't hold you you feel that you can't they can't hold you have a conversation about it um and then definitely if you have gone through any sexual abuse or sexual trauma in your life and sex is triggering please reach out please reach out because it doesn't have to be that way and there are very scalented talented and skilled people out there including myself if you feel safe with me to hold you in this crumbling so you can open yourself up to more pleasure i'm gonna leave it here this is a bit longer than my little five 50 minute bite size but it was full of juicy information and please message me on instagram if you took anything away from this because sometimes i'm like opening my heart up and i'm crying on things i'm like who's here i wonder who's like listening to this episode i want to know So please reach out to me. It's so beautiful to get to know my community. Um, And if you really enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a little review on iTunes. That would be incredible and write some kind words because I just want to help everyone with this. And just as much as I help myself, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else in life. It's the most beautiful gift that I, I get to live out every single day. It's such a such a pleasure of mine so i hope you enjoyed today's episode let me know your key takeaways and i will see you very soon my loves have a beautiful afternoon and weekend and happy sunday